Ow! Hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? There are 30,000 agents here that you can send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission. We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com slash referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them. Welcome to Industry Headlines, Kevin Coffin and Fred Weaver. That's us. Your friend, I'm Kevin. Yeah, this is where we take a look at the last seven days or so in the real estate industry headlines and uh, bring you the ones that you need to care the most about. Absolutely. But first, what you should care the most about is sending us referrals in the Phoenix area. So head on over to KevinFred.com forward slash referral to check out our referral guarantee. Let's jump into the content today. Yeah, and all this content's free, so you can reciprocate uh, if you enjoy this episode yeah. by thinking money. about us. We'll make money. We'll make you look good. All that good stuff. It's good stuff. All right, so let's first, let's talk about uh, what headlines we're talking about today. Fleck, mm-hmm. F-L-E-Q, mm-hmm. and what that uh, startup is doing. We're going to talk about um, how long homeowners are actually staying in their home, right? And then we're going to talk about a prefab home that can be bought for as low as $19,000 now. There's new, another new startup out there. And then something I thought would be interesting to throw into the mix, because uh, it, it just caught my eye, is California creating its own CFPB, and we'll talk about that mess in a minute. But let's go back up to the top and talk about FLEC, uh, which is a combination of the words flexible and equity. Yeah, so there's this new company, and trust us when we say we don't know everything about it, but we recently heard about it in the last week or so, and we were really intrigued by it. So F-L-E-Q, you can go read info on their website. But basically, um, it's it's sort of combining renting with home ownership. It's sort of like fractional ownership meets lease option meets I don't know if I really want to buy a house, but I am willing to put a little bit of money into it, so I own some of it. Um, I don't know how all the details work, but it's really interesting. Yeah, I think the first way it was approached to me was like, hey, it's a way to buy a house without a mortgage. And I was like, okay, well, there's a lot of other ways, but this is this is definitely an interesting way. So again, it's the combination of the words flexible and equity. So it's the chance to go out and buy a home traditionally, if you will, on the MLS, mm-hmm. uh, searching through your regular, the way you'd search. Uh, and then there's like an alliance form, right? So you pick the home. Yep. There's an alliance, I guess, with the on the investment side. And then, of course, you as the homeowner or fractional homeowner or partner. (laughs) I know. I I don't know all the terminology. I don't know how they're going to do it. But essentially, Kevin, if you didn't own a home, you could reach out to to Fleck, it sounds like. And and you could say, hey, I found this home, right, using, uh, you know, uh, phoenixhomesearch.com, right, Phoenix Metro Home Search, Group 4610. Right. And and what I did is I I would like to uh, talk to you about, like, partnering together on, I guess us sort of owning it and you could come to the table with, let's say a 10% down payment and you would own 10% of the home and me as Fleck in this example would own 90% of it. And then you would pay, let's say the mortgage on it was $3,000 a month. You would pay 2,700 of it and the other 300 you wouldn't have to pay because you own 10% of the home. Yeah. And then there's a chance to basically buy more what they call units of equity as you go along. Sounds like fractional ownership. Yeah. So you can increase that. So interesting. Who knows what will happen? I, I actually put my information into the website the other day. I haven't even heard back from them, but yeah. we'll see. You know, I know they're starting yeah. up. I don't know if they're actually live yet, but they are starting to roll it out and kind of get the word out. So it'll be interesting to see how this takes off. I think their their aim here is at the quote-unquote millennial that maybe doesn't want to do things 
the way um, the way things have always been done traditionally. Yeah, and I think there's probably more unanswered questions than there are answers here, but um, it's just showing the disruption in the way that this business, real estate, continues to look at itself differently every single day and other people come up with new ways to go about it. So right, let's talk about how long homeowners actually stay in their home. Because I, I, I've heard this number quoted so many times that it's seven years. You know, everyone moves seven year, every seven years. Yep. And I know the number isn't real because I saw the real number probably five or six years ago. But for some reason, everybody wants to use that number of seven. But so we found out um, that well, NAR did a study yeah. and they said in 2018, anyway, the median duration of ownership in the U.S. was 13 years. So median tenure, people staying in their house has actually increased three years since a decade ago. This is 2008 versus 2018, right? Um, now, there are some states where homeowners stay in their homes for no more than about eight years, right? And we can highlight some of those if you'd like, because those are, those are some of the more um, metro areas. Right, so Phoenix here, eight uh -huh. years. Uh, Las Vegas is only an average of seven years. You got Colorado Springs at eight years. Uh, Provo, Utah, seven years. Mm -hmm. Boise at eight years. Austin, Texas, eight years. Uh, you got a couple cities in Florida at seven and eight years. So, yeah, so the numbers definitely vary, right? Yep. But there's also some cities, some places where significantly longer. Yeah, so in the Northeast, Buffalo, New York, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Scranton, Pennsylvania, Springfield, Massachusetts, and not in the Northeast, uh, Honolulu, uh, 16 years in most of these places, some even 18. Right. So uh, pretty interesting data when you uh, when you look at that. So anyway, the, the news here is that it's not every seven years. That is a very incorrect statement to make. The median is actually 13. Uh, and then it very much depends on, uh, you know, local areas where you live. So you may want to go read the NAR study. Pretty good study, actually. Worth the read. Yeah. All right. All right. So what's up next, Kevin? All right. So I just will go into this maybe more in a future episode. But there's another uh, this is a Singapore based startup that's announcing the launch of like four low cost prefab homes uh, that comes with an artificial intelligent assistant for like 19 grand, okay? So this is, I mean, this is attacking, if you will, not attacking in a bad way, the high median prices in a lot of these cities, right? Mm. There's certain places, especially when you get into some of those high population areas like, like California, you know, just any of the metro cities really, where it's just so expensive to live now you could you could essentially go buy a piece of dirt and or rent a piece of dirt and drop your prefab home here that you spent twenty grand on, and they look pretty nice from the pictures I saw. So I know nothing about Singapore, but I'm guessing that the cost of housing is uh, getting up there. It's a very big city, obviously. Um, so interesting to see. Obviously, we've talked in the past about some of Amazon's prefab homes and things like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Um, it seems like some of this is a little early, but I also feel like, you know, the adoption rate on this is going to continue to grow this decade. So it'd be really interesting to watch. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, last also story. fun to watch. Yeah. California has decided they're going to launch their own CFPB. Um, I guess some details of that are going to roll out later this week. This just sounds like a, like a shit storm waiting to happen, man. Sounds, sounds to me like a way to get some of your budget under control. Oh, well. We're going to go around finding people. Under control would, would definitely be a stretch. Only California is anywhere close to being able to okay. do that. However, they definitely will be using this as a way to generate income. You can guarantee that. Hey, the nation CFPB. of California is going to need all these government municipalities set up yeah. when they break away from the union, so they're just getting prepared. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for joining us on Industry Headlines. Don't forget to send us a referral here in the Phoenix, Arizona area. We'll make you look good. We'd love to take care of your referral, and we'll keep you communicated throughout. And we'll see you back here next week for Industry Headlines. Tune in to all of our other great episodes. Talk to you soon. See ya.
Hey, that's it for today. Thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. If you found this valuable, do us a favor. Please review us on iTunes or wherever you're listening and share this with your friends. And for more great content, check out kevinandfred.com. That's kevinandfred.com. We'll see you soon.